forgot a water. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode, MMA Traffic Report, episode number four, I believe. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Colin Wegley. You can find me uh, on Twitter at C-J-M-M-A-C-E-E-J-A-Y-M-M-A. you got to spell it all out. Uh, so today we're going to do uh, a part two. Uh, yesterday we didn't get to finish talking about uh, the other real big fight or any other thoughts that I had for UFC 251 uh, over in Fight Island, Yaz Island, Dubai. Uh, Dubai. Um, uh, we got we talked about Usman and uh, Miles is all the main event, and then we talked about the co-main event with uh, Alexander and Max. And now I wanted to talk about Peter Yan and the Jose Aldo fight. Uh, I thought that was a very, very good fight. Uh, I enjoyed that one the most out of all of them. Uh, I thought Peter Yan was going to win by decision at the end of that fight. He ended up getting the stoppage, which was really impressive. Um, and I feel like that probably speaks leaps and bounds for how far Peter Yan has come in his career. Uh, you heard the story, I believe, even as little as maybe four years ago, uh, four, four, six years ago, something like that. Peter Yan uh, was a sparring partner for Jose Aldo, and they said that uh, Yan never got the better of Aldo. Uh, this was world champion Aldo. Um, not that necessary. I mean, Jose Aldo will forever be, you know, a world champion. He, you know, he was the king of 145 for the longest time, WEC, UFC, you know, for the first five years before. Uh, the Connor fight, whatever it was, I think that was in 2000, 2016, uh, anyway, yeah, Jose Aldo was the staple of 145, you know, I think he defended the belt like six times before he lost to Connor, if I remember right, uh, then he ended up getting it back after Connor vacated and whatnot, and he held it until Max took it from him, so, I mean, Jose Aldo's the real deal, legit champion, world champion, uh, but... Peter Yan end up getting the stoppage. I I don't know if that's you know because at the time Jose was you know or Jose uh, was 145. Um, he was a bigger guy, <laughs> um, and now they're the same size. Uh, and I don't know if Yan has progressed that much. If you know Aldo has de- declined. If it's a mix of all the above, I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, I'll, I like Jose Aldo, and I like, you know, what he did for the sport, but I kind of do believe that he might be a guy who used to be on steroids, uh, and I think that might be part of the reason why he declined. I don't know that for a fact. I don't know anything for sure. Uh, I just think of what the Diaz brothers say, how everyone's on steroids, and, you know, now he's 135. Uh, I know guys change diets, uh, lifestyles, all sorts of things, um, but everyone for the longest time, you know, thought Aldo would always go up. He seemed to be a guy who struggled making 145 when he was the champ. Uh, so as the past, everything led that he would go up to 155 before he went to 35, but here we are. Um, again, it was a fantastic fight. Uh, I thought the first round, uh, Aldo won, and one of the big key things for that was he was throwing those old leg kicks. Uh, but I think at the end of the fight, he only threw, like, 20 leg kicks. Uh, and I wonder 
personally, I've wondered for a while now, uh, because we haven't really seen the old leg kicks that Aldo uh, used to throw. And if you guys are, like, new to the sport, you haven't been watching a long time, if you go back to, like, his WEC days, uh, especially, like, the Uriah Faber fight is probably the one everyone thinks of most, where he just, Uriah Faber had to be carried out of the cage after five rounds uh, because Aldo just continuously kicked his legs and kicked his legs hard. Uh, before he started training in MMA, uh, Aldo grew up playing soccer, if I remember right, and that's what he always kind of contributed his hard kicks from. Uh, where he got his kicking power, where it all came from. Um, and I kind of wonder if he maybe he's got like a little Floyd Mayweather syndrome. Uh, I, I guess it's a boxing syndrome, not necessarily, you know, Floyd Mayweather. But, you know, there's talk that Floyd basically breaks his hands every fight uh, from throwing too hard of punches <laughs> because he's repeatedly broken his hands throughout his career um, in boxing. And I wonder, because we don't see the leg kicks as often, I if there's like a a forever in- injury there that's affecting Aldo, and he doesn't like to throw those leg kicks anymore. Um, I kind of thought that was a similar situation uh, with Alexander Gustafson. Guff- uh, when he retired after losing to Anthony Smith, uh, he's a guy who's kind of been plagued with injuries a lot, and I don't think for a while there he was fighting uh, fully healthy. And one of the key things to me that indicated that was when Anthony Smith was the individual who took him down, held him down, and ended up being able to hold him there and get a submission. Um, And I just point back to the old DC fight and the John Jones fight where, you know, Gustin was able to take them down, and then when he was taken down, he was able to immediately get back uh, to his feet. Again, nothing against Anthony Smith. He's a a black belt. Uh, He's been been in there with some of the best. Uh, he's a very good fighter. Uh, he probably, you know, top 10 in the world right now at 205 uh, any given day. Uh, you know, he lost his last one to Glover. Um, and he's very good, but D- DC and John Jones didn't hold you down. And that's probably PED P- John Jones. And that's a 205 discipline, uh, Daniel Cormier. Uh, I think he had a nagging injury, and that's why he wasn't able to get back up with uh, with Anthony Smith. I, that's way off topic. I, I went down a rabbit hole there a little bit, you know. Um, but I think that's a similar situation to maybe what's going on with uh, Aldo and his leg kicks. I think uh, it might have never, it might not even been like a break. Maybe it's just like deep bruise, uh, deep bruising on the bone, uh, you know, something like that. And anytime you know he starts throwing and landing, uh, it just takes one getting checked or something, and, and it it hurts too much because. Uh, his last few fights, he's been very boxing heavy. You don't see those kicks. Uh, some people contribute it in the Marais fight that maybe it was because of the first uh, the first fight at 135 for him. Uh, maybe it had something to do with the, the weight cut, but, you know, he really woke up in that second and third round, uh, and he kind of seemed like the Aldo old and whatnot, but th- those kicks aren't there anymore, and that was a big a big key for Aldo, you know, uh, the takedown defense for the most part, uh, looked good at times for him. His balance has always been incredible and whatnot. Um, so I mean like that's still there. So I don't necessarily know if it's, um, a leg injury. How do, how should, how do I want to say this? I don't know if it's like a necessarily like a, an injury that's 
I don't know, maybe more mental in a way uh, with the kicks. And, again, not saying, like, uh, Aldo's mentally weak or something. Uh, you know, he's a guy who makes weight. Uh, he's been in wars his whole his whole career. You know, he's had some battles. Uh, he's had really, really close fights, sometimes the fights that he shouldn't have had, like the Mark Hominick fight. Uh, but, you know, he always, at the time, he found ways to win. And, you know, in the max, uh, the max fights, both of those, you know, he was game until it started, you know, tipping Max's counter. Uh, but, like, the first two rounds in each fight, they were back and forth. He was, you know, 100% there and whatnot. Uh, so Aldo's always been, you know, super tough. Um, I just don't know. I don't understand why the kicks don't go there. I thought that could have been the uh, one uh, big difference in the fight for those two, uh, which really could have, you know, locked up uh, how the win for Aldo, in my opinion, if he would have been able, because he was, they were effective in the first round. Yeah, was switching stance a lot more. He was slowing down, but then they stopped coming, and then all of a sudden, you know, Yan started finding his range, and he started doing what he liked on his feet and just took over from there. Uh, Very impressive performance. Congratulations, Peter Yang. Congratulations on the second champ in Russia right now. Uh, I believe it's the second champ ever from Russia, uh, joining Khabib. Um, still undefeated in UFC, and there's so everyone. Everyone wants to see uh, Aljamain Sterling. That's the fight that everyone, you know, on the Twitterverse uh, thinks should happen. A lot of uh, columns that I've read, uh, MMA Junkie, I want to say. Uh, I think that's the one I was reading that that called for it. Um, however, Dana White kind of seemed a little standoffish, hesitant on actually announcing and saying that was the fight that happened at 135. And the only thing that I could see maybe preventing the fight from happening is if maybe they gave Marlon Marias the shot. Uh, I don't know, maybe the UFC had something in in the works with him. You know, hey, if you sit out, you let Aldo take this shot. Yeah, even though you just won, we'll give you the winner if – you know what I mean? Uh, I, I don't know. I, that's the only person in my mind that could make sense because I believe Marlon Marais is the number one contender at 135. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I'd have to look at the UFC rankings. I haven't for a minute. Uh, but I just I thought he, after he lost uh, um, Henry for, in the title fight, I thought he stayed like 1-2 and then, you know, I don't think beating unranked Aldo coming down to, you know, 135 his first fight, uh, uh, Aldo living off his, you know, previous clout, his old name and whatnot, because he's clearly not the same fighter that he used to be. I don't think that still makes you the number one contender, in my opinion. Uh, But with how the UFC has played out uh, at 135 and it's been wonky, you know. uh, The other thing to think about, too, when's Peter Yan coming back? Because... T.J. Dillashaw believes that he's been promised a title shot upon his return, and I believe he'll be eligible to fight uh, 2022, uh, January. I think that's his two-year suspension, um, or maybe even December of this year. <clears throat> I'm not 100% sure on that. I, I don't I don't think that's true. I think that's T.J. Dillashaw talking out his ass, in my opinion. I don't understand how someone gets busted for uh, – cheating, loses a fight and all that, and you believe you're going to get a title shot, 
Um, and again, you got a two-year suspension for your violation because uh, how blatant you were cheating. Um, I or the the, the performance enhancing uh, you decided to go with. Um, I'm not again. I you know what? I'm not an expert. I don't know. I didn't read all that shit. I just know T.J. Dillashaw got popped for EPO and ended up getting a two-year suspension. Uh, I, I never looked into fine reasons. I don't know the difference between what John Jones was on and what T.J. Dillashaw was on. I don't know. Uh, but even John Jones, when John Jones came back, they made it an interim title uh, when he fought OSP. But, I mean, he was fighting fucking OSP. Um, I don't think T.J. Dillashaw comes back and gets Peter Yan first fight uh, for the title. But if Yan's out for the rest of the year for whatever reason, I haven't looked and seen uh, what the the suspension report is. I don't know if he broke anything uh, or anything like that. Uh, so I, I don't know what his no contact is. Uh, but I would rather see the Aljamain Sterling fight. That's the fight to, that makes sense for me uh, personally. And that's what I would like to see the UFC do. And I hope that's what Peter Yan gets. I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, maybe we'll see that October time frame, uh, September, uh, depending on when Yan can get back. I know Sterling is ready to go now. Uh, you know, his last fight out with Sam Hagen, he barely took a mark. Um, so I would hope that's what happens, but we'll have to just kind of give it time and wait and see. You know Dana, he doesn't want to answer questions like that until after this whole Fight Island thing's done. Uh, then he said he'll, you know, answer that stuff. But right now he's focused on Wednesday's event, so he's not too concerned about, you know, stuff like that. Uh Congratulations, Peter Yan. Um, rest of the card, rest of the main card, uh, Rose got a big win. Uh, welcome back uh, over the split decision win over um, Andras. Good fight. I enjoyed that one a lot. I, very close, very competitive. Rose looked very good. Uh, Andras had her moment. She was clearly landing, like, the harder shots. You know, she throws with a lot of power. Uh, but Rose looked good, got the split decision win. A lot of people are calling for her to be back with Wei Lee. Um, they want to see that fight. I think Wei Lee wants that fight, to be honest, too. I know she was, uh, there was uh, articles being written about her um, that she wanted to see how Rose looked in this upcoming fight and kind of go from there. I personally, uh, would, I don't want to see that yet. If Rose is back, Oh, shoot. I'll get back to Jose in just a second. Uh, if Rose is back, I would love to see uh, Rose take one more fight, uh, a, a number one contender fight. Not that I didn't think uh, Andras was, you know, necessarily a number one contender. Um, you know, she's one fight removed from the title fight, but she got starched pretty quick. Um, and then, you know, Wei Lizing uh, went out and, put on that, uh, the performance she did, uh, with Joanna, you know, I, I do feel like, like, with how competitive that fight was with Joanna, I feel like, uh, she would be ranked higher than Jessica Andras, and, and again, I don't want to see Rose and Joanna fight, uh, we've seen that happen twice, uh, though that the second fight was very close, um, I did have Rose winning that fight, the second fight, uh, she clearly won the first one. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't necessarily know who Rose should fight. Um, 
maybe, you know, Tatiana Suarez has been out uh, for a minute. Uh, she's kind of, you know, in my opinion, the, the real number one contender. Uh, she should be. Uh, I think she's 6-0 right now, currently. Um, I think she had a neck issue. Um, I could be wrong, but I think she's been out maybe like 13 months, something like that. Um, Chicago might have been Chicago, June of last year. Uh, Henry Cejudo, Marlon Moraes, uh, might have been the last time she fought. She got a win there. Um, maybe her and Rose make sense. Uh, and I would love to see that as a headline because I would like to see Suarez get a five-round fight uh, before she uh, gets a title shot. Uh, I, I don't think that she'll have issues with the gas tank or anything, um, and I think it would be good for Rose to get back into a five-round uh, five fight because it would be interesting to see with how close that fight was if there was a fourth and fifth uh, round for her and uh, Jessica this weekend. Um I don't – I still think Rose would have won. I think she would have outpointed her, you know, the better striking. But, I mean, like, Jessica didn't look like she was necessarily slowing down. Uh, I, she, she still looked good in the third round. She looked as good in the third round at the beginning as that she did in the end, in my opinion. Um, and she, you know, for her last couple fights, she's been training for a five-round fight. And a lot of these girls, or uh, guys for that matter – when you, you know, you change from going five rounds and now you got three rounds, the output changes, things of that nature. Um, so it, who, who knows what would happen in two more rounds. Uh, but, yeah, I personally would like to see Rose. And I think Suarez, again, that, that's the fight that, for me that makes a lot of sense. And you get your new number one contender. Maybe you let Joanna run it back with uh, Whaley. Because, again, in my opinion, that should have been fight of the year. Uh, I don't know if it was, to be honest. Uh, that might even have been at the beginning of this year. I don't remember if that was January or if that was... Was that before the Connor fight? I don't know. I have to look at it. I, I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but, yeah, that... I, I don't know. Uh, again, it, it depends, too, when Rose feels ready. Her, that eye was looking a little uh, ugly. Um, got busted up pretty good. But I don't know if it's just... Uh, you know, it might just be like a pop blood vessel black eye. Uh, swelling up like that. It might not actually be like a fracture or anything like that. So she might be able to be back, you know, 30 days no contact, back training again. Um, and if Whaley's ready to go here uh, shortly, then that could happen uh, maybe at the end of the year if it if it does. Uh, for Jessica, I think you see her fall back now, two losses in a row. Again, it's two against the top-level competition, but whether if Rose was to reclaim the belt or if Whaley stays champ. Um, I think it, it would be a minute before uh, she could get a title shot. I think she's going to need two, three, maybe four wins before she in a row, you know. Um, I, I, man, I'd have to look at 115, too. Maybe, like, uh, I don't know if the Karate Hotties ranked right now. Um Yeah, maybe something like that. Uh, maybe a Carla Esparza. Uh, maybe she'd be right around there for maybe what uh, Jessica needs to fight. Again, I, I'm not. I can't think of Jessica's uh, recent opponents besides the the Rose fights. I know she was on a tear there. I know you know she's had success at 35. Um, 
people think that maybe 125, and that's another possibility for her, too, uh, after maybe losing two fights at uh, 15. Maybe she goes up a fight. Uh, maybe she takes a fight where she doesn't take such a hard weight cut. Um, and maybe it's, you know, maybe it's like a cowboy move, you know, just up one fight. Um, I'm going to come up 170. You know, she's going to come up 125, take a fight, see how it feels, likes it. Well, I'm going to go back down to 155, though. But if you need me at 170, I'm here, you know. If you need me at 125, I'm here, I'll, but I'll be back at 115. Who knows? Uh, maybe that's the route she tries going. Um, fun, exciting fight. Uh, both of them put on a great performance, split decision. I think it went the right way. That's how I seen it. I enjoyed it. Uh, Amanda uh, uh, Page, 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 Page lost. She got tapped in the first round, rear naked. Uh, Amanda Rabies, Habies. I'm, I'm bad with names, sorry. Uh, I think it's pronounced Habies. Um, Habies? Hybies? Hybis? I don't know. Uh, anyway, she looked very good. I believe that's a third win in a row maybe for her. Uh, she, you know, she's out showing that she's up there with some of the best. Uh, Paige most likely is going to get thrown out free agency. Uh, like she said, she can make money without the UFC, so Dana White thinks she should go test free agency and see how it treats her. Uh, so we'll probably see her in Bellator, uh, and we'll see the the Van Zandt over there fighting maybe on the same card. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how it goes, uh, where she lands in the future. Uh, I don't know if Dana White will be interested in Paige Van Zandt being back in the UFC. Uh, in the future, I don't know, I mean, like, she might stay in the UFC, realistically, uh, even if they throw her, like, a bullshit contract or something, that, that, you know, she doesn't get much of a pay bump or something, um, you know, most people want to, that's where they want to be, is fighting in the UFC, uh, so maybe she decides to take a pay cut or something, or, you know, stay where she's at, and tries to stay in the UFC, or, like I said, maybe she ends up Bellator, maybe PFL, uh, keep her on ESPN and get herself into uh, a, the million-dollar tournament, you know. Um, Paige struggles with injuries, though, so I, I would find it hard for her to be able to get through that unscathed and be able to win that money. So I don't know if that would necessarily be the route she wants to go. Um, yeah, you know, she does. she's a pretty girl. Uh, she does have a good social media person, uh, persona, personality, following, what do you want to call it? She was on Dancing with the Stars. Uh, she won on Chopped, I believe, uh, in the Food Network. Uh, she's done a few other things, uh, you know, Sports Illustrated magazine. So, yeah, she does have other avenues, and if that's the route she wishes to pursue, you know, all the best of luck to her. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, where she goes, and uh, Amanda, I think uh, she's going to be pushing, you know, maybe she gets a Caitlin uh, Charcathian fight, uh, who's, you know, one win, uh, she's just one fight removed from a, a title shot, you know, so maybe that happens, uh, maybe uh, a Jessica I, I know she just lost again recently, um, I can't think of who beat her off the top of my head. That might have been Amanda, too. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I got to look at records. I wasn't looking at stuff before I left work. I should have been. Um, 
And then on the undercard, uh, Ozdemir got put out. Uh, so I'm going to put, I can't even, Yari is how I, I want to say it. Uh, I've, I, you know what, I've, this is the first time I've watched a whole fight of his. Uh, you know, I've seen the name before. I've seen highlights of him. Doesn't necessarily know a whole lot about him. Uh, made a big, big statement win against a ranked guy in the UFC. Uh, I think he was fighting in Poland. I think he was KSW champ. Um, but it might have been Risen, or it could have been M1. I don't know. He was the champ over there, though, at 205. Uh, big, big performance knocking out Ozdemir no time like that. Uh, you know, I I really, uh, I thought Ozdemir, uh, I thought this was his fight to win. Um, that training's been around for a while. I, I didn't really buy into the hype with him at first. I thought he was really rushed to the title. Um, and then he, you know, he went on the little skid. But then, you know, as of late, he's kind of been putting it together, and he's really been showing a development in this fight game. But he hasn't been getting the finishes, you know. Uh, he was, he's been kind of grinded more. You know, you've been seeing a wrestling, a grappling aspect of him. And I think he was hoping to kind of get back to his roots in this one. And, you know, he got put down and, you know, profess- uh, very, very impressive debut. Uh, that's, you know, the kind of statement you want to make, especially in a division like 205 right now, which is even more wide open than probably any other division because of you don't even know what's going on with John Jones. So Dana, he, he couldn't give an answer with that, too, over the weekend. What's going to happen? He said John can call me whenever he wants to fight. He wouldn't say if they're going to put an interim belt up. Uh, I think you might see uh, uh, Bohovic, Jan, uh, the Polish power. Uh, I think you're going to see him taking on Dominic Reyes uh, for an interim title. Uh, and maybe we don't see John Jones come back. Maybe John, John's happy doing John Jones things. Uh, you know, a lot of stuff you see with the social media uh, as a late since the corona and the riots and the protests and whatnot. Uh, it's been a lot of good PR. Um but John's always trying to do good PR, you know, because John always does something wrong uh, eventually. Um, but, you know, maybe he turned over a new league. You never know. Uh, you know, everyone deserves second, third, fourth, fifth chance, whatever it is. Uh, you know, never give up on people. Um, but, yeah, so I think uh, we'll see uh, interim title uh, before the end of the year in 205. And you've seen the uh, Glover Teixeira, Tiago Santos guy book. Uh Glover's been on a tear as of late, and it's been a couple years since he's got his title shot. Um, and then Santos, this is his first fight back uh, since his title shot. Uh, he's been healing up from, I think, two torn ACLs, uh, one in each leg, if I remember right. Or it might even been, like, complete tears, like MCL, PCL, ACL, all of it. I don't, I don't know. Uh, and, again, I, I'm sorry if I said any of those wrong. I, I, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Um but, yeah, Santos and Glover, you know, winner of that could be calling for a title shot. Corey Anderson, yeah, he lost to uh, Jan. Uh, but, you know, he could get back in the win column uh, here before the end of the year. Uh, depending on how he looks, depending on what happens, he might. Uh, if if it is uh, Reyes and uh, Bohabovic, I you know, and he knocks out Reyes, Corey Anderson puts someone out. Like, who, why why not see a trilogy if John Jones ain't coming back, you know? Uh, who, who knows what will happen? And maybe Glover sneaks in there. Uh, you know, Johnny Walker needs to get back in the wing column, get back to doing what he was doing. 
so yeah, I, it's 205 to me is probably the most open division in the UFC right now. Uh, Gustafson thinks he might be back. The reason why I think Alexander Gustafson thinks he might be back is because John's out. If John's not fighting, Gus can maybe be a world champion. And I, I understand that, but Gustafson, I love him as a fighter. I love him as a person. I think he's a great one. Uh, but I don't know if he's got the mental for it anymore. I think a lot has to do with him putting a hundred, putting everything he had into the John Jones and DC fight and coming up short uh, two times in a row like that. I think that takes a toll on people. Uh, and then the second fight against John when they they broke even uh, on pay, you've seen the result. And that to me, that always goes back to like uh, Frank Mir syndrome. Uh, that's that's what me and my boys like to call it. Uh, Frank, back in the day, if you remember, uh, he got paid 100K when he, he fought uh, JDS. And I just, at the time, I remember we were talking, and this is, what, probably 2012 or whatever. You know, that was getting paid in the UFC. So not a lot of people were clearing six figures. Um, and Frank Mir went out there and looked like complete fucking shit against Junior Dos Santos in that fight. And, like, end of Frank's career, you know, that jaw was super suspect. But, like, they, it just was a really, really ugly performance. And, but uh, my boy Shep kept saying, you know, he, he called it before the fight went down. He's, Frank, don't give a fuck. You know, he got paid. Uh, I kind of feel like that's a little bit what happened in the Alexander Gustin fight against John Jones the second time. Uh, you know, he came out. Let's see what's happening. Oh, shit, John's for real. Uh, and then just kind of snowballed from there. Um Man, down the rabbit hole again. Uh, like I said, I think uh, Yari, if, that's the, if I'm saying it right, I think uh, we're going to see him in a top ten fight. Um, I don't think, I don't know, I feel like you don't try to rush him. Yeah, again, it's an Ozdemir thing. He probably needs three wins. Uh, you know, this guy's more accomplished than Johnny Walker was outside the UFC. Um, getting a big win over a guy. Uh, already ranked in the top ten. Again, I I think Ozdemir was eight coming into the fight, maybe nine, something like that. Uh, and, you know, he could have been even higher. He could have been a seven. I, I don't know um, for sure off the top of my head. Um, I don't think he was, like, ten. I don't think he was a double digit. Uh, so I think Yari, you know, like, he's probably ten now. Um, maybe takes Ozdemir's rank. But I think he fights a guy right about that same rank. If, if he, you know, eight, he's fighting nine or seven. Um you get him that win, and if he gets in there, say he knocks someone out again, uh, all of a sudden he's looking at number five, and, you know, you put him against the number three, number two guy, someone gets a title shot, boom, he's right there with another impressive win, uh, which could be, you know, like, that could be, you know, a dream, you know. That's that's the goal for everyone. Uh, he said that's what he's here to do, too. He's got 23 first-round uh, career knockouts, very impressive stat. I think 26 of his – did he have 26 – yeah, I think he had 26 career wins, um, 27 now, maybe 28, something like that. Uh, impressive stuff. Congratulations. Welcome to the UFC. Uh, best of luck in the 205 division. Ozdemir, uh, back to the drawing board, back to square one a little bit. Um, if anything, you know, like, I feel like you're you're painting on a fresh canvas, at least, if that makes sense. It's starting over square one again one more time. Uh, and, you know, this next your next fight out, biggest biggest thing to do is just come out, get the win, get the W, 
however you got to do it, get the decision. Don't try to force anything. Uh, and be realistic with your opponent. Don't set yourself up. Uh, if the UFC is going to give you a guy maybe outside the top 15 uh, who's maybe on their way out, uh, who's maybe, you know, in the same situation as you, you know, do that. Don't don't put yourself in in line. And, again, I know it's the UFC. Everyone, everyone's a killer in the top ten, you know. Uh, that's true, but there's certain times you can catch the right guy at the right place, and it, it can help you out, can help you reset. Look at Anthony Smith, uh, Rashad Evans, and uh, Shogun. I don't necessarily know how big a win those necessarily are, uh, especially looking back at it where they were in their career. You know, 2010, yeah, that would have been that would have been the shit. Uh, 2000. 16, 2018, they're not the same guys anymore. Uh, it's kind of like Rich Franklin getting Chuck at the end or Tito getting Chuck at the end. They're not the same guys. I, and, again, not I'm not saying like that they were that bad or anything like that, but, they again, they weren't who they were uh, originally. They weren't the – it wasn't the Rashad Evans who was the lightweight champ. Um, it, wasn't, it wasn't Rashad Evans who fought heavyweight beating up Brad Imus to become uh, – ultimate fighter champ, <laughs> so just, I don't know, just some things to think about, uh, man, there's so much more of this card I wanted to talk about, I could go through probably every fight, uh, but that's about all the time I got, because I'm at school again, uh, appreciate you guys listening, I hope you enjoy it, uh, be sure to give, uh, find me on Twitter, feel free to, to shoot me a message on there, uh, follow, I uh, appreciate all that. It's C-J-M-M-A, C-E-E-J-A-Y-M-M-A, and I appreciate it. Um, hope you guys have a good one.